Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. The Haunted Housewives back with us. Kathy Weber, Teresa Argy. Uh, they're often considered the world's most unusual paranormal investigators. Wives, mothers, authors, and ghost hunters. The ladies balance their family lives with their paranormal pursuits. They call themselves para-historians. They've dedicated their lives to historic preservation and community service as well. They've written America's Most Haunted Haunted Willoughby, Ohio, of course, and the latest work, Love Beyond the Grave. Let's introduce Kathy and Teresa back here on Coast to Coast. Hi, Kathy. Hi, George. It's good to hear from you. Looking forward to this. And Teresa, welcome back. Thanks, George. It's great to be back on the show. This is fun. Love Beyond the Grave. That tells me something, Teresa. There's got to be some kind of connection there, huh? Oh, there is. Uh, our new book was based on stories that we heard, ghost stories, because, of course, we love the ghost stories, but we found a common theme in many of them, and that theme was love. And so after doing some research, Kathy and I came up with some of the world's most astounding love stories that also have a haunting attached to them. And so it, it was a real fun book to research, and We've got love in every form covered in this book because love is not always romantic and flowers and chocolate. Sometimes it can be dark and uh, mm-hmm. and a little deadly even. Kathy, how did you and Teresa come across these stories? Well, of course, we both love love, like many people, and I think the romance behind love get, you know catches your attention. But then Teresa and I truly are researchers and historians, and we just started looking into some of these some of them are obscure, and some of them are well-known love stories to find out where this ghost might have come from. And the stories were so compelling, reading a lot like true crime most of the, most of the time. So um, the stories are sometimes morbid, sometimes they're cute, sometimes they're murderous, sometimes there's... I mean, it reads like a mystery and a love story and a ghost story all in one. Is the love so strong that it can literally pull that ghost from the other side back here? That's something that we both feel is one of the reasons that these stories stay through the years, is the love was so strong either because of the horrible thing that happened at the end or the sad romantic thing that happened at the end or the unrequited love that kept someone's heart yearning for someone that strong emotion seems to be in play when these uh, ghost stories come about. A lot of them are dealing with unrequited love, which is a sad thing, but it is something that seems to be an emotion that's very chaotic, confusing, and also compelling to make people want to stay with that person so badly that they're not even willing to leave them in death. Love or hate, they both work, don't they, Teresa? Love and hate are probably the two most powerful emotions, and you hear a lot of ghost stories, uh, stories of hauntings that revolve around uh, something very tragic, something horrible, like, say, uh, a prison, uh, Mansfield Prison, a big one here in Ohio. There's a lot of anger and hate in that prison, and there's also a lot of ghosts. So it's that emotion we feel is the bonding agent. So love is, in our opinion, even more powerful So, of course, that love bond is going to be stronger. And I know it's a toss-up, but I think if you look for it, you can find the hate in a lot of stories. But if you look for the love, you'll see that that emotion is just as powerful, if not more powerful, which we believe 
it is more powerful than hate. Teresa, I'm going to have you give us a love story, and then Kathy, I'm going to have you give us a darker side story. But uh, go ahead, Teresa. What would be one of your favorites? One of my favorite love stories that is uh, is, is truly heartwarming and, and not even romantic, but just a story of true love, is some of the stories in our book are, are based on not just people, but people's special bond that they have with their pets. And we have a story, and this is one that your listeners might be very familiar with, and it is about a dog named Hachiko and how he loved his master so much that after his master passed away, he continued his daily routine looking for his master. And this was a, a story that was made into movies, and it was, there were books written about it, and Hachiko would meet his master at the train station every day after work. And one day, his master died during work, so Hachiko went to the train station to meet him, and he never disembarked from the train. Well, the poor dog was unaware of his master's death and kept returning to that train station every day, waiting for his master. And he did this for nine years. Nine years? Nine years. Wow. And no one could deter the dog. They tried to... uh, People tried to take him home. They tried feeding him. They tried everything. And no matter what they did, the dog always managed to go back and return back to that spot and wait for his master. Now, if that isn't a sign of loyalty and love, I don't know what is. It's very sad. But, uh, of course, the, the dog's spirit is lives on at the train station, and, and it, it's known that even death could not keep those two apart. And that, to me, is wow. true, complete, and and pure love. I mean, the, the, the dog had nothing else to live for, it seemed, after his master died. And that's how strong that emotion is. How long did the dog stay there at any given time? The dog would stay there, <clears throat> excuse me, the first couple times the dog stayed there for several hours. And uh, almost overnight, I think, the first couple times. But then it, it, he eventually he would leave, uh, I think, the first few On, on his own? On his own, he would leave, but he would come back. He would go back to the residence where his master was, but when he realized the master wasn't there, he would go back to the train station. And it was almost like a a timing thing. But he would stay for several hours. He would even sleep at the train station sometimes. They would set up a bed for him, and and the the manager of the train station would leave out food. So people took pity on him and took care of him, but... uh, where he disappeared to every day is sort of a mystery because he didn't have another home. He never went back to the residence after he realized that his master didn't live there anymore. And one person tried to adopt him, but he ran away. But they found him the next day at the train station at the same time. What an incredible story. How about you, Kathy? How about a darker story? Well, a darker story, um, one that takes place right here in Ohio, uh, is the story of Celie Rose, and her legend is kind of a little more well-known probably here in the heartland. Um, Celie Rose lived in a place called Pleasantville um, in the 1880s with her family, and Celie, uh, many people felt Celie was simple-minded, which would probably be a polite way to put it, but as Teresa and I researched the story, we wondered if she was simple-minded or brilliantly devious, <laughs> because as time went on, Celie did grow into a young woman. She fell in love with a nearby neighbor, and this was a forbidden type of love, because Celie, again, was not the marrying type. She needed the care of her parents, and uh, she was obsessively in love with the young boy next door. 
And uh, after a period of time, the boy went to his dad and said, I cannot handle this anymore. This girl is just following me and won't leave me alone. What am I going to do? Dad went over and talked to her father, Mm -hmm. and they agreed that they would be kept apart from thence on. Well, Celie took this as the only thing standing between her and her true love was her family. So she plotted to murder them. Oh, jeez. And she actually poisoned her whole entire family, her mother, her father, and her brother. That obsessed. All died, and uh, it was wow. funny. During the trial, people were like, is she crazy or is she, is she just, you know, a criminal? And she did go to uh, a hospital for the criminally insane where she did live out all of her years. But Celie Rose is a story that kind of lives on in legend because it was... It happened near Malabar Farm, and many people know Malabar Farm. Uh, I don't know if you know, George. Do you know what Malabar Farm is? I do not. Okay, Malabar Farm has a wonderful romantic story because a very popular couple in the 1940s was married there, and um, a lot of people go to Malabar Farm because they know that Humphrey Bogart and uh, Lauren Lauren Bacall were married at Malabar Farm here in Ohio. And it is like next door to Celie Rose's house. That's a neat story. It is a neat story. And, and you two have compiled so many in the book Love Beyond the Grave, um, which captured my attention as you were putting it together. Where do people get the book, Teresa? Uh, the book is available on Amazon. Uh, you can purchase it there in ebook form and paperback. And it is also available at Barnes & Noble. And if your Barnes & Noble doesn't carry it, just ask for it and they'll get it for you. So um, it's available everywhere. Uh, we'd like to see it popping up again now that uh, our Valentine's Day is right around the it's corner. right around the corner. <laughs> Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.